Hey everyone, welcome to episode 81. Tonight we're talking about what your testimony is based on. So, the real question is this. What does it take to make the gospel come to life? If you are struggling with what you believe, or if you do believe, but you want to feel the truth on a deeper level, or even if you are experienced in your faith and you want to deepen your relationship with Christ even further, what steps can all of us take to not just bring the gospel to life, but to cause the gospel to bring life into us? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Robbins, and welcome to Bringing the Gospel to Life. Alrighty, so I want to go back into Anthony Sweat's book right now because that's what I'm uh, reading called Seekers Wanted. I talked about this the other day, but in case you just missed it, I um, started my program this week, and so first assignment is for us to read his book called Seekers Wanted and to read the whole thing in a weekend so that we can be ready to talk about it on Monday because apparently that's what graduate studies homework assignments are like. But um, So the first concept he talked about yesterday was uh, Latter-day Seekers, which I thought was a cool concept. But this one today was something interesting, and I don't know how I feel about it. I know that what he's saying is true, but I don't know how I feel about the fact that it is true. And that is this. He talked about how we as members of the church need to be very good seekers because um, we, more than any other church, um, our doctrine really kind of grows out of our history as a church. And what that means is you can pretty much go to any other different religion and you can ask them, hey, like, why do you believe what you believe? And they could say something like, it makes sense, or because that's what it teaches in the scriptures, or because that's the personal experiences they've had, or, you know, they could have a whole bunch of reasons for why they personally believe and teach those doctrines. But the problem with that is, well, that's, there's not a problem with that, that, like, these, a lot of other religions are thousands and thousands and thousands of years old, so they don't really rely on history to kind of uh, make it the basis and the foundation for their testimony. But with us as members of the church, where our church organization has only been um, around for like 200 years. Yeah, exactly, 200 years. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about conference and that the fact that we celebrated that this year. But um, since we've only been around for 200 years, um, most of our doctrine, at least the the restorational doctrines that we teach in our church, are solely based on the fact that we believe we had a prophet who, to whom God and Jesus Christ appeared to in the Garden of, uh, sorry, I almost said the Garden of Gethsemane, in the Sacred Grove. And a lot of, um, oh, this is interesting. So this is what he said. He said, a lot of members of the church, their foundation of their testimony is founded upon history, which is interesting because history is very, very opinionated. Like, we always talk about how history is very objective, and it's nice because history, like, there aren't a lot of opinions, and you can just kind of read what happened. But that is so far from the truth. Like, maybe you've heard the phrase that, like, the winners always write the history books. And it's true. Like, history is always extremely biased, and if you really get a holistic perspective on a an event, like, you can pretty much nail down the major details. But if there are any discrepancies that are big or that matter to you, then it can really cause some serious problems. And especially with Joseph Smith, for example, I think that's where a lot of people, um, that's where a lot of people seem to struggle is they believe that they're given this really straight, exact experience of what happened because 
usually what they read or what we teach off in the church is from the Joseph Smith history. And so they're like, they, when they read that, they're like, okay, this is the most, like, this is it. This is exactly what happened. And then when you really go out and you find out, okay, so it turns out that there's several different accounts of the first vision and all these other things. And people say stuff like, did you know this? Then it's not that it, you, they're just changing history, but they're changing testimony. And I've always known that, like, I've always known that dilemma, and that makes sense to me, but I've never really heard it stated that so many of our members, uh, your foundation of your testimony is history. Um, and that's interesting to me, because I'm not saying it's right or wrong, I think... It's interesting because if the foundation of your testimony is history, if history changes, then your testimony changes. But if your foundation of your testimony is personal revelation from the Holy Ghost and from heaven, then when history is changed or talked about, what people will do is they will use their testimony as a measuring stick kind of to hold up parts about history that will line up with that testimony and that confirm it. And then they'll usually reject the things that they don't agree with. So for example, like we have a lot of people who've had experience with Heavenly Father or the Holy Ghost confirming to them that Joseph Smith was a prophet. So they have this own raw, real testimony because of an experience with the Holy Ghost. So then when they say that, well, did you know Joseph Smith was a polygamist? Then people are kind of like, well, that can't be true because of the experience that I've had. Well, that statement doesn't work because first off, it can be true, but that statement about history doesn't affect the experience that you had. But if you have it in reverse, if you don't have an experience with heaven, but you have an experience based on history, then people will also use that in a positive way too. Like they'll say, um, well, I know that I can rely on this perfectly because it actually happened. But then if they can take a history book and, or they can find another source and they can change what actually happened, then you're in trouble too. So I've never really considered that there's kind of two parties, um, and not probably not just in our religion, but that's what it's time on particular, but in our faith in this church and that it's the Lord's vehicle for helping us to achieve eternal life, like, I've never really classified the two parties. One party one is they base it off history and use that to build their testimony, or they find a testimony from heaven and then try to use history to support that. Um, and there's pluses and minuses in doing it both ways, I suppose. And today I'm not giving an answer about what I think is right or wrong. I just I'm giving you something to think about because that's my job, right? But I've, as I've been pondering this and considering it, like, it's interesting to me that both approaches are a little bit flawed. Because if you have an experience with heaven and then you just use history to match up with what you've experienced from heaven, you're blocking yourself off to more opportunities to learn from history. But if you base it off history and then someone changes history, then that can shatter your testimony. And I believe that, so I'm, I'm asking myself this question, like what is my testimony actually founded upon? 
And I'm not sure I really know the answer. I'm sure for all of us, it's kind of a mishmash of everything, but um, I'm not really sure how to work that, that experience. And he didn't really offer a, um, he didn't really offer a solution. He just kind of said, that's just how it is for a lot of people. So it's important for us to become good scholars about learning history. And I agree with that hundred percent, but like, what is your testimony actually founded upon? If history changed, if we found out some stuff about Joseph Smith, would that change it? Or have you had your experience with heaven and it's blocking you from using some historic, like actually accepting some historical facts about him or about the savior or about our church or anything like that? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. So I'm going to leave that with you. It's something to think about. Um, maybe I'll come back and revisit it, but that's just really what I've been chewing on today. And it's, it's giving me something good to think about. So, um, share this with everyone, please let, uh, let me know what you think. Send me your own thoughts and comments on Facebook or in a text message. And, uh, tomorrow I'll have an exciting announcement. I've been alluding to it all week. Can't really talk about it until tomorrow. And, uh, so yeah, can't wait to share that with you guys and we'll go from there. So I'll talk to you later. Have a lovely Sunday.